Hey everybody, here with Luke, and we're gonna do a take a joke podcast today. Um, all right, we were just kind of hitting on it. I want to go back to every every episode I do a free advertisement, and so this episode I'm gonna advertise Tulsa King on Paramount because that movie or that show has been really fucking cool so far. Um, Sylvester Stallone, old as shit, um, mafia member who goes to prison for a murder a long time ago comes out and the family has really changed, but he never talked. He never spilled the beans. So he had to spend like 20 some years in, in a, a prison cell. And then he comes out like 70 years old in the show. And he's like this yoke 70 year old dude who's been in prison for years. And he just, they send him to Tulsa to get, get him away and start a new division of the, the moth, the mob. And he goes out there and just starts like, he doesn't realize that the weed shop's legal. So he just hustles the weed shop dealer thinking it's like illegal. And, and you know what right. I mean? Like, but it's funny. It, there's like really funny parts. Like the, the comedic relief parts are, are perfectly timed. And so there's like these really funny parts inside of some like badass kick-ass parts and shit. So it's it's really cool so far. I really like basically it. just somebody who's old and washed up playing somebody who's old and washed up. So I'm sure it matches. Well. Yeah, it's it's like perfect. He doesn't he's not like over step, he's not Rambo, like right, you know, reincarnated. He's he's just this guy who's like, look, motherfucker, like we're going to take your money. <laughs> and they're like, okay, you're big as shit, dude. And you're scaring me. It's yeah. like a hippie who owns the weed store. <laughs> and he's like, no, man, I'm ki- I'm telling you, it's legal. <laughs> and he's like, he's so yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's just like, there's going to come a point in time, uh, which I know a lot of people talk about this, but there's going to be a point in time where like, you're going to have to tell your kids, well, I guess you don't have to tell your kids, but you're going to have to tell your kids like, no, you don't understand. I used to have to struggle to get this shit. I couldn't just walk into fucking Exxon and buy a pre-roll. Right. Yeah. You couldn't, uh, you had to call up a guy who may have been for another state and moved there because he was in trouble in another state. And you called his dealer and like, Hey man, I'm going to need to get some weed. And then you got the weed and it was fucking terrible. It was dry as shit. The bag was full of stems. You were like, well, I guess we're going to get half a bowl or not something. even wrapped in that's not even in a bag it's wrapped in a fucking half of an old envelope that the guy had in his fucking ashtray in his car what usually it's the cigarette wrapper that's melted back over <laughs> itself it's a cigarette pack wrapper you take a no the trick is you take a, <laughs> a, a curling iron and you just press it back together yeah yeah it's like cellophane yeah yeah but yeah and, and then you know and nowadays there's the uh you can just go in the store and get it it's very uh, that's, it's not odd because now I'm used to it, but it it is 360. We went through a transition in U.S. history that was pretty huge. Like, it, it was it's like there was the prohibition, and then people were like, "We're just gonna keep making it and buying it underground." They were like, "All right, let's tax this shit." Like you know what I mean? It just got to that point. We we just went through that situation. So. It's pretty hard. Uh, all right, so first topic. Um, got some good ones today. So I, I heard this on actually on DC 101 a couple weeks ago. I heard this and I had to write it down because it blew my mind. So through COVID, even with all the extra money that people got and um, 
through COVID when the stock market collapsed, but the government decided we were, you know, we're going to give all these people these little payouts, make sure people were taken care of, blah, blah, blah. 63% of Americans are still living paycheck to paycheck. And I saw, or I heard this, this is what really blew my mind. The average new vehicle payment, this is new, obviously. I don't know if this includes lease or if it's just the payments are currently average for all vehicles, $718 a month. No fucking way. It's up. It's up. This is the big one. 26% in the last three years, which means it's up like 200 bucks or something like it. It's like an outrageous amount to be, you know, it's almost 200 bucks. I guess that would be, but that's, that's an, um, it's an amazing amount of money. 26 fucking percent in three years when the vehicle market has been around since 1915. <laughs> like all of our vehicles don't even add up to that, which that's not a good, that's not a good point to make. Cause all we're paying on is our Subaru and then my soft tail. But still, even with, even if I, if I was still paying my focus, I don't think it would add up to that much money. Like that's, yeah, I, but I, I'll tell you what I noticed. And I was just talking to somebody about this not that long ago. It's like, a lot of the guys that I work with and the, and they're paycheck to paycheck guys. I mean, for sure. But it's like you talk to them and they either live at home or they have like really shitty apartments and like they're just eating ramen every day, but they're paying $700 on a car or a truck. Right. Because, yeah. well, I wanted to get a 2017 F-250 or a 2016 right. Mustang I, I wanted GT. a power stroke and I wanted to put the big rims and tires on it, but I have... I have Ranger with little rims entire money. <laughs> like no, hundred percent. And another thing too, I it, it kills me. And I, they gave it all that money, and I'm kind of speaking about myself a little bit. Well, I am speaking about myself. You know, you take you, they give out the extra twelve hundred dollars, and a lot of most people just were like, "What can I find that's eleven hundred and ninety nine dollars?" And oh, buy. Yep, there it is. Thanks for the whatever I bought. You know. Right. Well, if, but if you have the money to live, then that wasn't then that wasn't really an issue. You know, you could take that money and do that and it wasn't going to affect you that much because yes, people slowly had have to pay this shit off like but we've already seen it where the entire US system is going to have to pay money back into this. It's, they can't expect 63% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. You can't expect to go to a family and say Hey, by the way, we need twelve hundred dollars in taxes back, like yeah. because we we propped you up. They're never going to be able to do that. So now everybody's going to end up having to pay it anyway. So anybody who could still live within their means and then use that money and just spend it, cool, whatever. But there's a lot of people who should not have been getting rid of that money or well see, sitting on it. The thing about it too is it was tw- it was it was twelve hundred, right? One was or- twelve. There were two of them. One was twelve. One was two or two thousand. I can't remember. I I, I want to say both of them were twelve. It might have been. It might have been. But around here, you know, hit local to us, you know, when you throw that number out, twelve hundred dollars, a lot of people are who own or rent, you know, whatever. A lot of people were like, "Oh, that pays pretty much pay, pay that pays my rent, maybe most of it, maybe all of it, or that pays my mortgage, most of it or all of it." But at the same, in the same like other side of that coin, a lot of people who live in city areas. That twelve hundred dollars is half their rent or half their mortgage. Yeah, especially if you don't if 
if you don't live in like a rundown area. If you just live in like townhomes in Howard County, oh yeah, nah, your rent's probably sixteen hundred dollars a month, and you got twelve hundred dollars. So it, yeah, you're right, it did not fucking cover it. Yeah, and that and that, that's and the people, the people like like we were saying that just blew that twelve hundred or whatever because they could, they blew it, and the people who couldn't blow it and had to use it to pay their bills, paid their bills, and they still didn't have it. So they were still living paycheck to paycheck the same as they were before. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to imagine that like over half the people statistically around you at any time, if you're out the bar and there's 10 people there, six of them or seven of them statistically are in there spending money, but they're living paycheck to paycheck. Like that's, I want to say it's, it would, I never realized it was that severe. I always knew there were people that did it, but I always had enough money that I could kind of get myself through shit for at least a few months, like if I if I needed to. And to know that there's that many people that are worried about bills, stressing about bills that much, dude, I already stressed about enough shit. I could not imagine having to stress about fucking bills like that. Like it would drive, it would like, it makes me cringe thinking about it. Like, just being that stressed all the time. Well, and you money. still stress about it, but I stress about money all the time. But I—that's what I mean. Like I couldn't even fathom. Also, worrying worry about everything I do, plus also being like, "Fuck, are we gonna get evicted?" <laughs> like, I accidentally spent two hundred dollars this week on, or not? Okay, I needed an alternator for my car, and I needed brakes, and then I buy that, and then I'm like now are we going to be able to afford the mortgage like dude no if i need to fight alternate i just go get one like i don't even think about that shit so it's not it's not the same for me and so i couldn't even imagine man like it, i'm already a stressed out person like i'm just high strung so i'm like fuck it god damn it i just spent 200 dollars there's decoys but yeah they're really sweet but god damn it, i just spent 200 dollars well dude like you know we get in my job we get those profit sharing checks and they're pretty good you know a lot of times this, this one in december was was pretty hefty you know percentage wise because it, it's a percentage rate of what you make it's not a flat like number and it it was good like it was really good and you know roughly knowing what a lot of people make you know it allows you to roughly know what they're getting back based off what you get back and a lot of guys like we were talking about it like literally the week after we get it and the guys are like well it's pretty much gone because i had like bills to pay like i had back bills and all this stuff and i'm like yeah, mine's like a lot gone because I just spent four thousand dollars on my my Harley because I'm irresponsible. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't have to spend it on back bills because I just, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, it's yeah, it's like when people have massive credit card debt because when you see them with fancy new things all the time, and then you hear that they spend a bunch of money on back debts, like. Yeah, I don't always have new things, but I also literally don't worry about whether or not a hurricane is going to come through and rip my roof off. And all of a sudden, I'm fucked. Yeah. Like, I can take care of shit. So, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm never in a position where I, I can't deal with something. So, I don't know that. Yeah, that it, when I heard the, when I heard 63%, I was like, damn. Then when I heard the, the average price of cars, I was like, oh, it's insane. Like, pe people are still going out and buying new vehicles yet they aren't making probably much more money and it's just not adding up. And then I'm like, Oh, well that's why there's 63% of the fucking population who's either leasing or paying for a new car. If they're leasing, they're probably paying a little bit more. 
And then you know, after two years, oh, my car disappeared because my lease is up. And they spent a bunch of money on a vehicle that they didn't even. It's just, but the twisted system. If you say you said what twenty, we said twenty six percent in the last three years. Up twenty six percent, yeah, last three years. The cost of living has went up in the last three. It's what thirty. Trying to remember what they were, but dude, I don't even know what it is now. I know like it used to be twenty nine or thirty percent. I, I think in the last three years, I, I'm pretty. I that's a like that's a guess of what it's been. Like, I'm trying to remember what it was. But no, it's been a ton, man. It's ridiculous. In the past three years, the cost of living per the Bureau of Labor Statistics is up 14% over the entire United States. Though it's it's more, it was more in like DC and or like Maryland. Okay, like in, so the, in the wealthier areas. I I do remember that it was like very much more in areas like that. And I, I guess that's just because those areas are so wealthy that they knew they could be in flux yeah. that hard, and the people would still be able to hold on and pay for shit. I guess that's why that is. Because I, I wouldn't understand why it wouldn't be just be fourteen percent across the board. I think in like Jackson, Mississippi, they're like, yeah, we're only going to get away with five percent. These motherfuckers are going to be living in, in the river. But like. If you're in DC, they're like, yeah, dude, slide these motherfuckers thirty percent and see what I mean, happens. I don't mean to, you know, sound like I don't, I don't know what it makes you sound like, but it's just the government wants to keep you in a position to where you, the and ideally, the government wants to keep you in a position to where sixty three percent of people are living paycheck to paycheck. You have enough money to get by, pay them their money that they need, but not enough money to do anything else. Because it doesn't benefit the government for you to go on your camping trip. It doesn't benefit the government for you to do whatever you're doing. To go on like like a, go on a cruise, like to sell things to go on a cruise. Right. It 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 is much more <laughs> beneficial to the government if you're just paying your taxes. That's the only thing that they're they're worried about. Right. Because if you can if the cost of living goes up, meaning you are paying more taxes than on everything. Right. If you can still do that, they're like all right, Americans, time to buckle down. Right. We want more tax money, bitch. Because yeah. we all knew this was going to happen when they gave out free money and dad didn't work for six months yeah. and got paid all his full salary and shit. Like, we, it works for the government. Like, we knew, and that's not nothing on dad. It's just like, yeah. When that was happening, I'm like, fuck. Like, we're, we're all going to pay every one of these situations back somehow. And now we're eating it. What's Biden got? One more year, right? 2024. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Biden's got one more year what's in up, office. What's up with this? Uh, I, I, I might be shooting off a wall here because I'm not sure. I've seen something. He's talking about banning gas stoves. Uh, I've seen one thing about that, but I don't know what it was about. I never looked. Like I saw it. one thing about it, and then I saw four memes about it. Like, I think he must have said the wrong you know how he says the wrong shit right he was talking about politics and he's like well, the like, gas stoves a hundred, like 50 percent of america's a gas stove yeah i didn't i didn't understand how that was supposed to like what that was about i i, I was very confused about that i mean the guy can't ride a but apparently he shit himself in <laughs> where was he just at was it china or korea or something <laughs> dude, dude, so apparently he shit his pants He's he should be in an old folks home, <laughs> dude. I'm apparently I. He should be drinking a beer at Flicks Pub right now. Yeah, <laughs> like hitting on the waitress, really creepy. Like, yeah, you want to rub my leg hair? <laughs> he is such a. 
fucking weirdo. And I, I was never one to get political, but during Trump, it was like, look, I don't give a shit, but like this guy is all over the fucking place. He says some shit. This new guy, like, if you if you don't like Trump, okay, understandable. If you like Biden because you don't like Trump, shut the fuck up. Like this guy literally can't say full sentences. Yeah. And like he he's he's a creep all the time. And this was the guy that they were like, all right, times are getting tough. China's growing. There's a lot of tension in Russia. We need a nice, powerful leader. This guy. And they like <laughs> the spotlight flicks to the corner of the room where he's sitting and he's kind of munching on the blunt end of a crayon. And he's like, what? What? <laughs> he's just like, dude. And like, you know, that whole side, like Nancy Pelosi, you know, I don't know much about her politically. I know a lot of people don't like her, but I'm telling you, that woman is carrying a rack. Okay. I'm t- like, those are some of the biggest tits I've ever seen on a politician in my life. I've never, I've never took notice. I'm not, I don't like follow it close enough to like take notice. I don't either, it. but somebody I work with showed me the other day and I was like, damn, that's how she got where she's, she's at. Well, I think, uh, was Nancy, is Nancy Pelosi the lady who her and her husband got in trouble for insider trading? Like it, yes. they got caught obviously insider and she trading. said, no, it's not insider trading. He's doing the trading. Yeah, like they're not late. And like, she's the like, one. Like his face is in between her tits, and she's going, "Oh, by the way, you need to buy a fucking Tesla because the market's get or buy an option on Tesla. The market's gonna and drop." Like, yeah. As and and everybody found out about it, and it's one of those things that just kind of oh, faded yeah. into the oblivion. And it's it's just like um, the guy who quote unquote hung himself, fucking Epstein. It's just like Jeffrey Epstein's situation with the Clintons and with all the politicians and, and the uh, royalty in England. It's just like all of that, how all that sounds so severe because it is, but it just somehow flooded under the rug. But like there's, we're still worried about the fact that there's a statue in Alabama that hurts somebody's feelings. And there's, there's literally politicians yeah. like, yes, keep looking into this shit. And, uh, while you're doing that, we're just going to insider trade and we're going to get, they already probably know who the next president is. They're like, let's just set this thing up. We're just going to make the next one in line. The next president. We're all good. Like what the fuck? And I'll admit a lot of it's my own fault to not know because I don't follow anything. Yeah. I'm the same way. And I, you know, it's, I don't know. I I think it's all, I try to pay attention. If, if there's something that seems severe, like when I hear on the radio or, if I hear Russia or Ukraine, I'm like, all right, what the fuck are they doing? Cause like, I do kind of want to know how severe things are getting. Or I heard a statistic the other day that it was like, like tens of thousands of Russians have died. Like, it, like there's a lot of people who have died and I didn't fucking know any of Yeah, this They're not shit. doing very good. Well, but I mean like even like you, well, Ukraine only had like 20,000 compared to like 70 or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but when I heard the number still like 90,000 people, I was like, Oh shit. Like, I don't know why I thought this is one of those, like, I knew it wasn't a Cold War, but I'd seen a lot of videos of, like, Ukrainian people fucking with the Russians and the Russian being like, we don't even want to fucking be here. Like, right. And I'm just like, dude, they, they can't be that serious. And then I heard the statistic on the deaths, and I'm like, that was without civilians, not deaths, casualties, which means if you're shot in the leg, whatever, it's all casual. Well, but see, here's the thing, though, too, is, like, uh, have you seen the video? Like you see those videos, but have you seen the videos of them 
dropping grenades on soldiers and foxholes and shit? No, no. I, Dude, but I've seen some. There's vi- there's literally videos on the internet you can you can go on YouTube and watch them of a, a fucking it's the video is from the drone. Uh, like and it's not like a, a big drone like a un- unmanned aircraft. It's from a small remote controlled drone with a camera on it that Dude, those fucking awesome. Literally actually. no, it literally drops fucking mortar rounds from the drone from 30 40 feet in the air. And you see these dudes land in a fucking foxhole and they're looking up and they're pulling tree branches over them to try to like block the grenade, do fucking something. And they don't because it just, you know what I mean? And like there's and like there's a couple of them where they don't get hurt. I get well, I mean, they might get hurt, but like it'll drop the grenade and you'll see the guy catch it out of the air as it comes down from the drone and, and throw, throw it. it out. And like it's like five feet from his arm after he throws it. And it's going off like it's. It's crazy so shit. So his fingers probably all get blown the fuck off. Yeah, like it's But like crazy. every time something like that happens, it's considered a casualty. But I didn't, like when I heard that number, I was like, oh shit. But on in our news, you hardly hear shit about this. Like yeah. even on the radio, like, or so like 98 Rock, I don't, I don't really listen to 98 Rock because their news, I think a lot of Spiegel's news is like random bullshit. Yeah. But DC 101 normally just hits on the more serious shit that's in the news that day. And so I'll listen to Diane's news on DC 101, and she's she'd be every day or every other day saying shit about Russia, Ukraine. I'm like, I'm not hearing this anywhere else. Or if like on, you know, you flip on Fox News or you listen to the news on 99.9, or and I'm like, you don't hear this shit. Yeah. Are people just trying to be all happy or lucky or do they not want us to actually know? Like, I don't understand because I would like to know how severe things are getting before that old motherfucker who they suspect might have cancer. Bombs us. Yeah. Just decides to fucking hit the red button and go out with a bang because he's near, yeah. near death. Like, I, we need somebody to assassinate him. Like, something needs to happen. They need to put something in motion here. CIA, look, you you put you gave all them people LSD back in the day. We'll forgive you. You killed Kennedy. We'll forgive you. MLK, we know it was you. But just go kill fucking Putin, please. Just go yeah. take care of him. Because if I swear to God, I live close enough to D.C. that if in eight years my kids have four sets of eyes, it is going to be Biden and Co.'s fucking fault right. for not – taking care of in 10 years there's you're gonna be watching tv and it's gonna come up and say if you or a loved one was hurt by this you know within 400 miles of the nuke that hit the white house yeah i and and again i think it's because the government isn't gonna benefit from that action so they're not gonna do it you know dude i I was just reading this thing the other day there was a, a a financial scandal in september of 2000 well actually it was august 2001 uh it was like and don't quote me on this. It was it was a, it was over a trillion dollars went missing, and so they were digging in. The Pentagon was digging into like the like the U.S. Treasury. The, no, this was a this was a okay. So like when you look at uh, what's the big bank that controls the United States money flow? The Federal Reserve. No, 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 no. The bank. There's another bank that controls like the the Federal Reserve has the gold in it. And holds the standard, but there's another bank that holds U.S. money, but it is not a federally owned bank. It is actually a, a, a private bank. New Windsor State, maybe. Uh, uh, no, it's is, just is it a big now. one? Is it like Wells Fargo or like one of the major? No, because it's a it's it's a bank that's purpose built for that. 
Oh, okay. Dude, if I just I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, I'm just reading about it, and it's like, oh well, it's a federal thing, but it's not a federal bank. It's owned by a certain group of people who usually control money, and like it's all fucked up. But then they so they're digging into this trillion dollars that goes missing. And then so they have like these files and they're trying to pursue pursue this issue. Well, the files, the only place they had any record of what was going on was the place at, in the Pentagon, like the office in the Pentagon where the nose of the air quotes plane hit the Pentagon on 9-11. And then they had no evidence of what was going on anymore and they just dropped everything and couldn't pursue legal action. BlackRock? So, so this is the what all I'm getting online right now on Google is I, as I said, who controls U.S. money? The Federal Reserve directly controls only the most narrow form of money, physical cash, um, along with reserves of banks throughout the country. Or maybe that's what it known is. as MO or the monetary base. And I guess the monetary base is that group of banks. Yeah, and like it's just it's all fucked up because when you really look at it, it's like 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 all this bullshit just doesn't add up. The Fed is the central bank of the United States. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I I get it. I mean, you but you hear about things like this all the time too. Like it's not just the Federal Reserve or think it's just like Biden, Trump. They found those um those files at his house during his presidency that were um, confidential. They were like con confidential files. It just happened this past week with Biden. Like one of Biden's crew members was like, Hey, there's fucking files here. that are like confidential. Right. And then somebody looked into it in the government and they were like, Oh shit. It went live that Biden had, Nothing will happen from it's like no, yeah. It's it's like they're not supposed to be doing that, but yeah, we'll just cover that up. But like, if I drive down the road without a seatbelt, they're like, "Hey, motherfucker, put your hands out the window!" Like, do you ever see my? Door? I'm like, I swear to God, I just took it off, but I'm actually lying to them. But right. like, I'm just trying to get out of it. Biden's like drinking his morning coffee. He's like, "Look, boys, just take the file back, man. It's the Epstein file." I may have whited out some shit. Just take it back. Yeah. In, in between diddling small children, I, I changed some stuff, you know, which is just like, who's that guy who was on Rogan? He got, I mean, he's not famous from Rogan. He's already famous. Uh, is it Andrew Jones, the real crazy guy? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Jones. And everyone was yeah. like, everyone was talking about how much of a nut he was when he was trying to accuse like all these politicians of all this stuff. And they were like, you're a fucking nut. Even like, even like Rogan and them guys were like, I don't know, man, this is a lot. Like this is heavy. And then Alex Jones, Alex Jones. And like two years ago, all the shit he was saying down to the fucking pizza shops that he said things were based out of was all true. Yeah. Some of it <clears> was <throat> false. I remember like Rogan comment on, he said, yes, there were things that were not true, but all of them seemed just as exaggerated and two thirds of them were true. Right. Like, and it, it was like, Oh shit. So like he had hunches that all these things were going on. Couple weren't true. And people said he was crazy, but the people who meet and they worship the owl, like there's the, all the famous people who meet in the, in the woods and they, 
that's all fucking real. Like yeah. we felt like these societies are real. Like rich people, like this society at uh Yale or Harvard that does yeah, yeah you know what I mean? They have uh they have like Native American heads or skulls and shit, like all that stuff. It's yeah, it's all fucking those guys are wackos, man. And it, it just it is what it is, but it takes a wacko to be a politician. Because being a politician in the US is so fucking crazy. Like yeah. all the backdoor deals you have to deal with all the time and shit. I would who would fucking want to do it? It doesn't You could never sense. make it. You could never make it in that industry not being crooked. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you grew up and you were like I really am I'm a leader, like I really want to be someone who makes a difference in my community. You could maybe start out in Tawnytown and in little old Carroll County, Maryland. And yeah, you could maybe be the mayor at a younger age. And like, if you do well and you're like, all right, I'm on my way. Like I've made a difference. We got some new guardrails up on that turn down there. Nobody likes to go around and uh, all right, I'm on to the next. And then you end up in the County facility and you're doing County work and you're like, eh, that is that County inspector. He's been getting backdoor bribes from the contractors, but I'm not going to say anything because he's been taking me along to the baseball games at the Orioles yep. stadium. And all of a sudden, by the time he's at the state level, he's getting blow jobs from hookers onto the table that his boss paid for. So he'd shut the fuck up about it and yeah. not tell his wife about him getting blow jobs on the table. And you know what I mean? Like it just fucking amplifies yeah. over fucking time, you know, which is bullshit. Cause everybody was so pissed off when that happened with Bill Clinton. But let's be realistic. A, is he the only one who was getting noggin under the fucking Oval Office table? <laughs> no, there's no way. And B, are you really that pissed off about it? I mean, it's not like it was a threat to national security. You know what I mean? He was getting a $10 squeezer under the table. It wasn't like something serious was happening. Yeah, and, and also, we all, everybody criticized his wife for being such a bitch over the years. And you expected less. Look at the guy. He looks like he's a fucking skeleton now. He's rough, dude. From he's dealing with rough. his wife for all these years. Rough. Because from that point on, he couldn't do that shit anymore. So now it was just him and his wife. And he's, it's fucked. It's just no way. Well, and the kids, but we, you know, whatever. So speaking of government, one of the craziest things popped up on a news feed the other day I was reading. Louisiana just enacted a law where you have to be over the age of 18 and use your ID credentials in the state of Louisiana. I guess through GPS, they use your phone to get into Pornhub. If you want to watch, you can't be under the age of 18 because I guess they're trying to keep. I wasn't fucking mad. I guess they're trying to keep kids. I wasn't fucking mad when they got rid of the guns. I wasn't fucking mad when they put the seatbelt laws in place, but I'm starting to get a little fucking irritated. Yeah. Uh, if I can't have stepsister porn at 16, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, this is bullshit. <laughs> I, just, I saw it. I was like, oh, my God. Like they, It never ends. They're just going to keep fucking trying to take shit. Well, when everybody, when, co- when the COVID stuff was happening and the vaccines were coming out, and everyone was like, they're going to track you through your vaccine. And I'm always like, you have a phone in your pocket? Well, yeah, but I don't have my location services turned on. Eat my balls, dude. Dude, no. Yeah, that, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Uh, the, because we work around thir- Route 32 and because we work around, um, well, Fort Meade and also where they do all the intelligence shit, right. the CIA and all that, 
because we work around there those areas, everybody's always creeped out when we work in Fort Meter like that close because you're like, dude, I don't want to like, I want my old lady to send me a tit pick while I'm at fucking work because the guy up in that tower that might be watching me right there might get it and jerk off to it. <laughs> like, I mean, just because you're like, dude, these guys know everything going on on your phone yeah, yeah. and shit. Yeah, they're, you're not cha- just like we said with the election, just like the government can pretty much take care of and control whatever they would like to. Yeah. And so they do. Like, it's what the fuck they do. I mean, think about it. All the newer cars, the GPS tracking for theft is an option. So, like, you pay the, you know, like we got the Subaru. They're like, hey, you can pay an extra X amount a month on your payment. And it was like seven bucks. If it gets stolen, we just look at the GPS tracker and find out where it is. Which then I was like, if you're, if they need to find you for any reason and you've dumped your phone because you're like, you know, hey, they can track you through your phone, you've dumped your phone because you don't want them to track you, but it doesn't fucking matter. They're just going to track your car and they're still going to find you. Yeah. You know, like it's just on star with like GMC, every single thing, every single thing that you own that is any kind of electronic can be traced, can be tracked and traced. And it just like, I mean, I, I'm, again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and I, and I don't think they're, you know, they're not paying attention to people like us unless they need well, to. No, yeah, if, if something would pop up and you were in a filter that I found out through a guy I went to high school with who went in a program there. Um, what the fuck? I can't remember the fucking name. Anyway, whoever, like this guy, I'm not going to say his name, but he worked there through like a, he might still work there, but he would work there through a high school program. He was kind of like in a position he could graduate early, super smart guy. And I asked him, I was like, how does all that shit work? And he's like, dude, they can see everything you do. Like they yeah. can watch you do you they can watch you type like they can watch it from their computer. Like they yeah. can do all that shit. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. Because that's not that I was doing anything weird, but it was like, dude, like it's weird to know that there's that that they can get that yeah. fucking tight with you yeah and you know and then tiktok's like chinese but through mountain and mar or they, and they they like control everything but through mountain and marsh it's like i i have to use tiktok or it, or like i stunt my growth pretty heavily yeah so i'm like fuck so i gotta have to use it but yeah it, it's know. insane man everything's so fucked up now but that, like I said, that's the way it's set up man they want to be able to control everything you do and see everything you're doing and make sure you're not an unsavory citizen, you know, but I don't know. It's just, I could, I could go on for a long time, but I, I won't. I'll, I'll save that for another time. Hey, how many people searched the word bomb today? Uh, 12,460 in Maryland. How many typed in the word big tits? <laughs> Half the fucking state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, and that's what I mean when I say like, they're not paying attention to us. Because of that, you know what right, I mean. Yeah. Other than they probably they probably like spend all their free time just <laughs> watching people search stupid shit. You see, because that's the fucked up part. Because if if I was in that position, I'd be looking at all my close friends and seeing what they're looking up, and then I would judge them heavily on it. The next he's, night, he's like, "How many people have searched monkey with karate skills today?" <laughs> like, oh, same guys yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> like all, all the, it's like. There's like filters on certain things like Mr. Hands. You ever heard of Mr. Hands? Yes, but I can't remember. This guy what got it... fucked to death by a horse. 
Yep. Yeah. And yeah, the yeah. video was yeah. all over the internet. Mm-hmm. And they're like, people are still watching this shit, dude. Like, this same guy has watched this video every other night for the last six months. Now, what do you think he's fucking doing? <laughs> Getting off to the guy who gets killed by the horse. He's been, <laughs> it's a documentary. Okay. We're making a documentary about this. Yeah. I, I, how do, I mean, what, when does that, the reason I wrote this down, because I was like, when does it stop? Like, what, what distance does censorship go? And I, it's always those weird southern, central southern states that, or like Midwest states who make rules like that. Maryland's never going to make a rule like that. Or like, they might try to enact something to keep 12 year old kids from being able to access through their new cell phones they get, whatever. But I mean, come on. At, at 16, you can't search up Pornhub. It's like, yeah, what the fuck? There's kids out there sticking their dick in a water bottle just to see if it'll fucking fit. You know what I mean? Like, it just at like 14, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> at 16, he's moved on to anal porn at that fucking point, right? No, it, it, I don't know. It's all fucked up, man. You hear something wild? I was reading this thing. This kid at work showed me. Uh, there was a rabbi, I believe it was New York. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was New York. <laughs> Who gave a lot of Jews there? Well, I wasn't going to say it, but okay. Uh, uh, no, I'm there, That's exactly where I was going. There or Pikesville? Uh, <laughs> but oh, the fuck! <laughs> but uh, uh, there. So he gave a bunch of take a joke babies. Fuck. He gave a bunch of babies HIV or herpes. Might oh God! Herpes. Listen, that guy's the devil. No, listen, listen, listen. So it's it's a traditional. I, I I'm gonna say. Not knowing because I'm not religious, I'm gonna say it's it's like a like an older traditional thing, where the rabbi does the circumcision, and then sucks the blood out of the the wound to help the healing process or something. I, dude, listen, I read it. Now I didn't cite the sources, but I read it. And there but, was, but you know what you're saying? You're saying that there's a culture full of people who suck baby dicks. Yes, but the guy and and. Not only like not only the, like the guy's in prison. That's severe. The guy's in prison, so it has to have some truth to it. You know, the guy's in prison for it. Well, yeah, there has to be some way he gave these he's kids in prison HIV for sucking baby dicks, and he's in prison. Another thing he's in prison for is transferring sexually transmitted diseases knowingly, without so, the consent of the other person. So he probably had herpes because it was probably. I, I believe so. It, yeah, it couldn't have been because HIV. He'd had to have been bleeding. I, I, I believe think. it was herpes. Yeah. So but like. But still, yeah, no. Now, now there's kids that have to live with that their whole fucking life because their rabbi was sucking their dick. It's just a fever blister. Fuck? I swear to God, it's just a fever blister, dude. No, fever blister or not, like, what the fuck? You, what a culture. It's like it's like the African culture that um does circumcisions on a rock. Like it's a, it's a ritual rock, and but the boys aren't babies. When the boys are like 13 years old and they become men. They get circumcisions. Oh, wow. And they take these boys out on this, the same fucking rock that's in like a little grove of rocks that they built a shrine at 500 years ago. And they still do it the same way. And it's like, there's some things we know we should leave other cultures alone because we don't want other cultures fucking with us. But there's some things that people should, like the UN should get together and be like, hey, look. We should probably stop them from mashing these dicks up at 13 years yeah. old on an unsanitary rock yeah. that has other blood on it. Like, how about we fucking say something? Eh, just, 
How about you just care for if you really want to care for everybody? Like, that's some weird shit. We're we're stopping other cultures' traditions because they're weird, and they're not as weird as hitting two rocks together to cut the tip of somebody's dick off. Yeah, yeah, no, for real. It's I I don't know. I mean, but I mean, what? I don't know. I don't I don't know if there's I don't know if this is the most extreme. I don't believe it is, but. I don't know if this is the most extreme of this situation or if making the legal age 18 just become like slowly trickles, even if only half the U S does it, it it's pretty substantial. It's like, what's the next step? You know, what's along the way? What, what are the next safeguards of the internet? What are the next safeguards of everything in life? Like, well, I don't fucking, when, where do the gun laws yeah. bump and then all of a sudden you got to be 25 to buy a fucking shotgun or because they don't find somebody at 23 mature enough or like whatever weird laws that they yeah. would have it's just i don't know where like i'm watching is i was talking to alex uh ab wingman that was the mountain of marsh podcast yeah. this past week i was talking to alex about trudeau because he lives in alberta alberta is its own entity in canada right when you think of like uh suburban and urban Canada, you're thinking of like Letter County. Well, you're you're thinking of like the east side of where the French Canada oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, yes, where Letter County would be like over that way, but you're not thinking central west and that way, like Alberta and shit, or way north, like Newfoundland or whatever the fuck. Like, you're not thinking about that shit, you're thinking about the city areas. But Alex was telling me that when they tried to enact one of the laws that maybe took away pistols or something, or may, or it might have been rifles, semi-automatic guns in general, which would have been rifles and shotguns, I think Alberta just was like, no, 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 enough's enough. They stepped in and were like, fuck you, go. Get the fuck away from us. Like, if you're going to do this, we're going to just take over our own shit. And that's what Alberta apparently did was they kind of enacted their own law and was like, it's going to stop now. Like we're stopping here. You guys get as crazy as you fucking want. We live around grizzly bears, moose, like fuck. we're going to protect ourselves. So we're going to wolves. We're going to have fucking guns and shit. Like, right. So black bears everywhere. Like they're, they're making sure they're taking care of their own, which is cool. But Canada's a fucking mess right now with Trudeau and shit and just taking away just little by little every month and a half. You can't buy pistol ammunition. Anymore. Yep. You can't buy a new pistol. Now, if you have a pistol, you're grandfathered into such and such law, but you're, he- you can't buy ammunition. So where are you going to fucking get your ammunition? Yeah. And then it just semi-automatic guns in general, hunting rifles, shotguns in general. Then that one goes, it's like, where the f- where does it stop now? You're right. Like, what, are you guys just going to take everything from the fucking Canadian? The Canadians who are just always through Canadians. It's Canada, Switzerland, Norway. They're just over there fucking doing their own thing. Yeah. And like Canada's that over here in the U S is like, all right, we're going to fucking deal with the cartel. We're going to make deals with the middle East while our people don't know what the fuck's going on. They're all happy. Go lucky with their, slave made iPhones and shit. And we're just going to, and the Canada's up there like, Hey man, it's cold as fuck up here. We just want to hunt shit. Yeah. And like watch hockey. 
<laughs> yeah. And 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 now Canada is their government's fucking them. It's like, oh shit. Like you never know where this shit It's just like I, I got into a little bit of an argument kind of with the guy that in Dicks when I bought that Gerson. You know, I didn't know anything about that gun. Like I literally had walked away. I had to walk away and like go on my phone and do some research and read reviews and see like about these guns. Cause the guy was like, I, you know, I'm, I'm like, okay, and I, what waterfowl guns you guys have? And they were all $1,600. And I'm like, oh, damn, I'm not trying to spend that kind of money, you know? Yeah. And then I see this Gerson sitting there and I know they make good handguns. Like I know for, as a handgun company, they're, they're good. So I'm like, what's up with this thing? You know? And I'm like, how long's the barrel? He's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, what length shells does it shoot? He's like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, well, you know, like, is it is that an inertia gun? He's like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, but okay. Like, all right. I was like, I'll, I'll be back. And so we went and walked around the store, and I went through, and I, while we're going, kind of just walking around, I'm like reading reviews and seeing it's a Super Black Eagle 3 clone that they got the patent off of, and what the deal is with them and how they shoot. And a lot of guys are saying they're great. You know, I mean, I like the way it's shot. I only I hunt with it one day, you know, but these guys are hunting with them all season in bad weather. And they're saying, Hey, these are things are, they're keeping up. They're doing good. And I go back and I start talking to him and he's like, we're mid conversation. Cause I'm like, all right, get it, get, get me one from the back. I want to, you know, check it out. And, uh, he's like, he stops. And he's like, well, are you 21? And I said, yeah, you know, whatever. Cause and I know, I know the laws. I know there are a lot of people who will not buy guns from there, but it is, I thought it was 18 for shotgun until I very recently heard that. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, whatever, dude. Yeah, I'm 21. You know, it is what it is. And he's like, well, I just, I just have to make sure, man. You know, I got to make sure. And I said, well, I don't really agree with that anyway, but, but yes, I'm not going to argue with it. You know, I'm, I know the rule. And he's like, well, you got to think, you know, that's every, that's every place now. That's every place. It's how they work. And I'm like, I just came from another store that is not like that, that is a bigger store where the kid behind the counter was 18. And when he showed me, a, I can't remember what brand it was. I'd never heard of it. Uh, and it, it was a semi-auto gun shot, three and a half, 28 inch barrel, you know, waterfowl gun I'd never heard of. And I asked him about him. I'm like, you know, what's the deal? And he's like, I don't know. You know, I know it's an inertia gun. I know this, I know that. He's like, but, you know, of course, he's like, personally, I shoot a Benelli. I don't know anything about these guns. Like, da-da-da. And he was trying to give me the rundown on it, but he he only give me so much. You know, but then I, you know, then I go to this guy, and I'm just asking him all these questions about the different guns he's got, and he has absolutely zero clue. And I'm like, dude, you know, you want to sit here and tell me, like, no, you, we have to do this because it's safer. But I I knew more about guns at 13 years old Right. then you'll know your entire life working behind the gun counter at dicks you know and it's just it, it's 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 a it's a culture thing because our culture is getting away from it you know i agree you know i like i think you should have to have some sort of either hunter safety or something to buy any kind of firearm you know because right. because right. i i know a guy who comes into our work through his company who lives in the city and he's like i just bought this ar shotgun you know and I'm like, oh, so that's cool, you know, whatever. And he's asked because he thinks I know stuff about guns, so he's asking me. He's like, I just got to figure out how to use it. And I'm like, how to use it? And he's like, yeah, I'm trying to find classes on how to use it. Well, that's cool. But what if you had no idea and you just said, fuck, I ain't taking classes, and you shot your dog in the <laughs> townhouse in the middle of Baltimore because you had 
zero clue what the fuck you were doing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's a lot of people who that's another thing growing up. I thought that everybody around us had guns, new guns, like everybody. And most people did like all my friends knew guns. They yep. grew up with guns. But when, when you start kind of getting older and meeting new people and venturing out and the, you, you kind of begin to learn like, Oh, like you just don't understand. Or it's, it's like when you talk to somebody about hunting and they're like, and I hunt so much and like, it's, it's my hobby. It's like what I do. And so it's not just a hobby. Like it's what I fucking do. Like I have mountain and marsh and shit. Like, so it means so much to me. And then I talk to people about hunting. And they're like, Oh yeah. He goes, yeah, I've always thought about going out and sitting in a deer stand you know, or, or a big old box blind with the wind in it and a buddy heater. And I'm like, no punk bitch. No, you don't, you don't know. And like, right. I don't just go out a couple times a year and hang out like in a tree. Like I fucking hunt. Like I want to kill everything. Yeah. Like, and so it's not, and, and it, it's like I was today. I'm talking, and no disrespect, I'm not talking shit. I was talking to the lawyer, and I was talking about hunting, and he's like, "How many times did you hunt last month?" And I said, "Because I had off between Christmas and New Year's, and then we got rain days before. I actually had like a fuckload of days I hunted in December, and so I was like, dude, I don't know, like twenty hunts, and I, that was like morning and evening hunts, but I was like." Right, yeah, it was a lot, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, I I thought you were gonna be like, because he he was like making a point about, I can't go into what I'm gonna, what I'm doing, but like, like he was like making a point in conversation, and I said twenty, and he's like, oh, I I thought like, thought you said five, four, or yeah, like like every Saturday or something, and I was like, no, like I, like it's serious, but yeah." And when you talk to somebody who doesn't understand that, and then I say that, they're like, oh, really? Like, it's that serious? It's like, yeah, no, like, I take it pretty fucking seriously. So, it, I don't know. It's like a it's like a different, like, took me a long time to realize that people weren't like, when people hunted, they weren't like that. Like, I'd be like, oh, so you just rifle hunt. Oh, cool. How many people do you know the second week in December tell you, what well, sucks hunting season's over? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, no, dude. You don't duck, even understand. Duck hunting hasn't even gotten good yet. Like, well, well, even if good. even if you're just a deer hunter, or or yeah, like the rut's still going on. Yeah, like fuck. you know, and but see, you, you'll you you find that everywhere. You know, with the shit you do, with the shit I do. I mean, it, it doesn't even matter what you do. When you are into something, no matter what it is, I don't care if it's knitting. If you're into something, it's a it's uh when it starts to become, especially if it starts to become more than a hobby. When it starts to become something that you base the way you live your life around, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone you talk to who's not like that will piss you off because they yeah, have because no they don't understanding. Know. Yeah, they don't know. Do you know, right. dude? I'm. You it's know, like if I asked you about your fucking Indian motorcycle and you were like, "Well, it says Harley on it." Stupid. No, but do you, <laughs> dude, do you know how many people I talk to, especially at work and stuff, who they they ride you know they have motorcycles and they ride and everything and they wear the chain wallets and they wear the harley jackets and they do all the bullshit uh and they say yeah man you know i'm just you know waiting for the warm days and waiting for the warm days and waiting for the warm days and i was just talking to somebody today and i said yeah my bike's down right now i'm working on it and they said uh oh yeah well it's a good time of year you know perfect time of year to be working on it which is is true right now is the best time to not be riding 
And I said, yeah, you're right, but I'm missing out on riding time because I've been riding. And they're like, well, I mean, you haven't ridden recently. And I'm like, <laughs> I ride two or three times a week. Yeah, no, there was a night you pulled in here and it was like 26 degrees. DJ was like, what the fuck is he doing? It's and, and, <laughs> and, and, and I'm not, it's not necessarily talking shit on anybody or disrespecting anybody that doesn't do it that way. You know, and, and, and I understand that. Doesn't it make you, and I, honest to God, like I would, I would not ride a motorcycle when it was 28 degrees out or whatever. But doesn't it make you, when people are talking to me and they're like, yeah, man, I sat in the fucking deer blind with the heater and some ho-hos for fucking eight hours yesterday. And my legs are still sore from walking all over the fucking mountain. And I'm like, you fucking bitch. But it, like, but, you don't even know, pussy. And I, like, I, I, well, it's I the same thing even with that. Like, oh when God, I talk bitch. to guys who are like, yeah, you know, but we, dude, we had to get this deer out. It ran down on this bottom and all. And it's like, well, how far is it to the, like, to the field where you get it with your four-wheeler? And it's like, probably like 200 yards, 250 yards, which is, it's a drag. But there's days we get back to deer camp at fucking 1230 at night <laughs> yeah. because we've been dragging deer on the backside for fucking since, eight hours. Since nine fucking a.m. Yeah. We're fucking hucking two deer out of the mountain for fucking 18 hours. <laughs> and people don't get it, dude. They don't <laughs> yeah. fucking and, and they all say the same thing. Why would you do that for a spike and a four point? Yeah, but, but there just is. Like, I duck hunting, it's like I know guys – who will and hey, if, if that's your cup of tea, it's your cup of tea. I'm not talking shit, but this is the way I feel. There's guys that will go out, sit on a pond bank, the same pond they've hunted three weeks in a row. They'll kill two mallards, they'll kill one goose. Some days they don't kill shit. And I'll literally put in, even on weeks I don't have any work off or rain days or anything, I might still put in two hours of scouting that week to prep for the Saturday I can hunt. To go out like I'm like using wind and land structure and fucking how tight's this waterway? Can I get birds to dump in here? Like tomorrow morning, we're recording on Friday the 13th, and I literally tomorrow morning I'm probably not hunting in the right fucking spot, and I know it. But like I'm just giving her all I got tomorrow. It's a little little bit of an off weekend, but I just I just know that like I put I'll just think about a million things. And then there's guys who are just content with going out on that same pond for four weeks in a row or the same stream they've hunted four weeks in a row. And that's fine. I just have this mentality where I'm like, I need to fucking eat. I'm going to figure this shit out. And these fucking ducks, I'm going to kill every goddamn duck in the county. And then motherfucker, like, I just like have what decoy. All right, I need to I need to make these decoys with paint so I can fucking be ready for Friday because I'm going to set this spread up. And we're going to, the wind's going to be blowing this direction. I'm going to set my jerk rig here. And I'm going to fucking have my goosey quiz here. And like, I'll have, I'll be pumped and have everything fucking ready. And there's guys that kill more ducks than me some weekends that just like walk out to the edge of a yeah. pond and fucking shoot ducks while they're talking shit, eating powdered donuts. And I'm yeah. like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. But I, but I have that intensity about it. So it means, it means a lot to me, you know, yeah. all the fucking time. No, and, that, and that's the thing is like, you know, a lot of things, I've I've gotten away like you know when I was 21 I'm 24 now and I was 20 21 every like my life was based around I me mean, I did other shit don't get me wrong but when I really delved myself into working you know I I was trying to do good at my job and I was trying to be a good welder and I was trying to move up in the company and da, da da which is still a little bit of the case it's not that that's went away but I'm to the point now at 24 where fuck you 
I'm trying to hunt. I'm trying to ride. I'm trying to hang out with my kid. I'm tr- like, and then once you start, yeah, to I got delve, my own life. Right once here. you start to really delve yourself into those hobbies, and that's that is that right there is the turning point when they become lifestyles. It's just like in Virginia, like talking about bringing deer out for a stupid amount of time for stupidly small deer to do it. When you when you drag that buck out of the corn up to the cornfield, get it with the tractor, take it back to the house, and you're like, damn, this is a hammer. This is a nice buck, and it's great. And then, and then here's another one, and then you take it to the processor and drop it off. <sighs> yeah. And, and then, we butcher all of our own deer, even the spikes. <laughs> and then, well, but you, you bring that spike out, you're dead. Your fucking legs will never feel the same ever again. You're so ready for a beer, and you have one single beer, and you're snoring on the fucking couch. You're so mad <laughs> that you're ready to just leave the fucking deer at the bottom of the mountain because fuck you, fuck this deer. Only you. You've you <laughs> ever seen that, man. But, 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 but you, get back, you, you get back, you get the deer in, you hang them up, you get them scun. You've put... You have put more work in for a buck that 80% of people will pass up than those guys put in to kill any deer they'll ever kill in their entire life. And, and, and I'll tell you what kills me too. And when you talk to people about hard hunting, you, t- you want to talk about hard hunting. People will say, well, one time I went out to Montana and I did this. And that is great and that is difficult and, that is, and it's, it is good. And they get that, they get that same effect. But we do that dumb shit all the time. You know what I mean? We constantly do that dumb shit where we put that effort in and everyone's like, that's stupid. But it's not. You've put that work in. You may not get the result on paper, but you've gotten that result in your own body and mind that, you, that you're the shit. It's also a knowledge thing, too, because the harder I work at something, the more I'll learn. And the more I figure little things out and I DIY things and I fucking, and then so when, and my now it's just like waterfowl hunting. Like I've waterfowl hunted, not all over the place, but within the state of Maryland in 10 different situations. And then, so I've learned all these things. So when I go out hunting now, I can think of something from 10 different angles. I can use old experience I've had. There's guys who have been hunting deer for Twice the amount of years as me, who st- who only rifle hunt is still only rifle hunt. It's what it's all they do. They get you know three weekends or whatever every year, and that's what they do. There's guys like that who know a tenth of what I fucking know. Yep. And it's not and and I'm not just talking about I'm not just talking about like killing big bucks or growing big bucks or because we've we've gained experience over the years with all that, but I'm talking about like. Just being an outdoorsman, like now when I when I'm walking down a trail and 50 yards away, I see a mushroom. I'm like, I know what that fucking is, and that's good. And I'll get on there and get the motherfucker. Like I, I just know all these things now, and I can do them, which is really fucking cool. At this state, I'm only 30 years old, and there's dudes that are 60 don't know half the fucking shit I fucking know. Even like, like my boss at work, he kills really nice bucks. I mean, and it, and it is he kills 130, 140s yeah. every year without question. And if you talk to him about the property that he hunts, the properties he hunts, he will explain to you, and he's very, very smart. He's way smarter than I am with it, about how he cuts trees down and how he plants and how he, you know, there's a million things that, you know, he just told me today, he's like, well, you know, that late bow is kind of starting to, you know, he's like, I'm kind of winding down in the late bow or whatever, because he has kids now too, so he's winding down. He said, so now he's like, I'll take about a month where I'll kind of chill he said, but then it's going to be back into prepping for next deer season, you know, and this guy's taking all this time. 
and he's super, super smart. But then when we talk about mounting hunting, like we're talking about, and he's like, yeah, it's crazy. He, you know, we go and he does this and this guy I seen on YouTube and he's doing this. And I'm like, yeah, it's fucking obviously. It's like when people hear the word saddle and they're like, what's a saddle? And I'm like, like, dude, we've hunted saddle. Dad was like, we got to go to this spot where this ridge dips in and it goes up to this little point. And then we found out they were called saddle. Like we didn't, we didn't know that Bo Martonic was telling everybody until five years ago. Right. You got to hunt saddles on mountains. We've been hunting the thick side of a fucking saddle since we could get up the fucking mountain. Like yeah. I, I, so I don't know. Like, and we killed a lot of deer in those situations. And then that was when I heard that. It was funny to me because there were people, literally mass people, hundreds of thousands of listeners on the podcast learning all these techniques of how to mountain hunt. And when I heard, I was like, yeah, no. everything he was saying, I was like, yep, no, the laurel thickets on the backside of the mountain. Like, eh, yep, that's where they're going to bed. Uh, you know, you know, what I mean? like saddles, benches. I'm like, yeah. yep. Yeah, anyway, uh, no, I, I had a really kick-ass year this year. Uh, you know, this year has really paid off in the sense of I've killed the biggest buck that I've ever had an opportunity at. Uh, I killed another buck that was nice, not quite as nice as I thought it was going to be. It was running, I shot it, whatever. Still not a bad deer, just not quite the caliber I thought it was. You know, I shot we both were shooting them geese, but, but even still shot my first goose, even if I didn't kill it, want to kill it, shot at my first goose, shot my first fucking duck, Drake Gadwall. I mean, like for me this year has just fucking done everything for yeah, me. You've that, had a good hunting year. And, and, sure. and I've, I'm just going to be honest. I've hunted less this year than I've hunted in all of my years prior. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean that buck I shot out of your stand, like I hadn't hunted cause I had been so busy with other shit. So I'm just like, fuck it. This Saturday, I, you know, mom was, hey, I'll watch your kid. So fucking sweet Saturday, I'll go hunt. I was going to go to my stand and just suffer because my stand sucks. And dad's like, no, go back here. You know, go back here. I'll walk around this field, whatever. And I was fucking, I mean, I was enveloped in deer all day. I shot that buck and I was like, okay, I'll just get out and go find it. And he had, dad had texted me and said, hey, just stay in the stand. I'll come to you. So I just, I'm standing like right, I'm like four feet, five feet in front of the bottom of your ladder, your tree stand, looking like in the creek, just like kicking rocks or whatever. And in the 15 minutes I was standing there, I had three small bucks, good deer, like, you know, young bucks, but they, they look decent as young bucks within 20 yards of me. And I had probably, it was 12 or 13 does come past me at 40 yards, like, and I'm just standing there like using this, like, I don't know, this year has just, in all facets, this year has done everything that I could have ever asked out of anything. You know, I, I've just been super fucking stoked at what's happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you, when you got the Gadwall, I wasn't like mad at all that you got that Drake. I was just pumped to get the Gadwalls and I knew that they weren't mallards and I knew it was your first duck. So I was like, dude, this is going to be so fucking cool because I don't know what they are, but they are not mallards and your first duck's going to be something fucking really cool. And then we shoot them at first light and it's like, so when I went out on the kayak, I told you, like, I went out on the kayak, I'm paddling and I pick up the hen 
And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> These are fucking gaddies. And it, and late it was a late season gal, like a really pretty gal wall too. I was like, damn, dude, like that's a really good one. So I wasn't like I wasn't mad at all. I was pumped about the situation. The only thing I was mad about was going all the way out across there and it being another hen. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I was like, shit. Cause I thought it was another I thought it was yeah. another Drake. I swore. But well, when anyway, you, when you cool. had said about it being another Drake, I'm like, dude, this couldn't be more perfect. Both of us shooting Drake's like you know, it, like this is fucking. I mean, it's like I said, and even even not being super knowledgeable, just like, and I think part of the excitement is not knowing really what what's fucking going on because I'm just like, oh shit, oh shit, this is fuck. Like this is amazing. This is crazy. You know, like this and is if awesome. we'd have been hiding better than we thought we were, you'd have killed Mallards that day too because they, they wanted in, but they just yeah they saw us. <laughs> we didn't realize that we were so ill protected sometimes though, the, that's the nature of the game man as soon as the sun comes up you're like oh this is not a good spot yeah yeah for sure 20 yards not even 20 yards down the bank is the fucking perfect hide <laughs> and we just sat up like dumbasses <laughs> in a bunch of dead looking sticks. at the ducks like looking at us trying to get the fuck in there um all right so we'll get past that i got i got a few more things but why don't we do two more and we'll wrap it up so one um, I saw somebody post a picture of their dog the other day, and I thought, man, what is the ugliest dog breed? Because there's some really ugly dog breeds out there. Like, uh, like the boxers, like Oscar, their faces are kind of scrunched up, but yeah. I think he's cool as shit. But I, maybe people think he's ugly. I don't know. But like, there's some dog, like, like a pug, no, like hands a, down, pug. like an English bulldog. Or just these dogs are like, <laughs> yeah. that's just how they fucking live their life. Well, fucking my one buddy has the has an English bulldog, and it's like every day he has to wipe out his gums because they have genetic issues with that, with like bacteria, and he has to hold him down and wipe his eyelids out because they have genetic issues with that. He slobbers like disgusting. a dude. He it, it, he's like a sink. He just. There's a, you can just follow him around around their house, and it's just a trail of slobber everywhere all the time. It's not even when he's hungry. Because he's just hiding shit in his jaws. Yeah, like, the dog is hands down disgusting. There's no other way to fucking put it. I think, for me, I think it's pug. Like, or like a like a really like a Yorkshire Terrier, like one of them little teeny tiny dogs. What are those like, dogs that have like a, almost like an Asian-sounding name? They don't have any hair. No, uh, I know what you're saying, and yeah, yeah you're right. That's fuck. one. They almost look ratty, like like they're gross looking naturally. Yeah. yeah, they just look terrible. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I just I don't I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but I mean I guess it's uh and they're like majority hairless, almost yeah, like I, a hairless cat. But I can't remember uh, who the fuck had one that I know of that I just always thought Chinese crested dog, um the Zoloitskuntli. We'll go with that. And one is a Peruvian Inca orchid. Is that its like scientific name? Also known. Hold on. Well, here's there's more hairless dogs than I realized. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought there was the one. American hairless terrier. We got Chinese crested dog is the one you're thinking of with like the tuft of hair on yes. its head. Yes. That's it. It's the Chinese crested dog. Um. Oh, the the 
Zoloitzkuntli is known also known as the Mexican hairless dog is a big dog. It's kind of actually it is scary looking. I'm sure with no fucking hair. It's a scary looking ass big dog. And then there's the Peruvian Inca orchid, which also looks has like a little tiny tuft of hair. Argentinian Pila dog, which is looks about the same. All these hairless dogs are fucking hideous, except for okay, the Jonangi. The Jonangi dog from India looks also very ripped. Very badass. It's like scary. Yeah, no, there's, uh, there's two. There's a Janangi and the other one I was the Zoidala Kuntali. The right. ones with the cool names. Yeah. They're fucking mean looking. They look like they rip your fucking head off. They look like hyenas, but they're hairless. Yeah, yeah. There's some mean looking fuckers. But I, I think I think it's pug, like when you talk about an overall dog. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I think it's a pug. Because they're they're just not good dogs. All right, last but not least, we'll do this and we'll get the fuck out of here. How gay are matching pajamas? And I don't mean gay as in homosexual. I mean gay as in like that's fucking stupid gay. I think in from the stupid gay sense, when a man loves a woman, when a man says that he wears pajamas. I know I, I would get naked. Or I wear my undies. My brain has immediately transitioned to a place where I don't think that you live your life in the same ilk that I live my life in. Well, there's some, I, I don't want to get off topic on that in that direction, but I will say there's something about someone who's like, oh, honey, it would be so cute if we sat down with the cat and wore matching Christmas pajamas and got pictures. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not it. That is not it at all. <laughs> Uh, th- th- that that statement will ruffle some feathers for sure. But do you, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, in my household, it's like Deidre's just like, I'm not even going to ask Mike to do something like that. No, because I know Mike would be like, no. Oh, Emily would be like, wouldn't it be so cute? And I go, yeah, maybe. But I guess we'll never know. <laughs> it's just it's not going to happen. You're exactly right, man. There's a there's a f- there's a few things that people do like. I I try not to pay too much attention to social media. What what other people are doing on social media, I have to with Mountain and Marsh, but I don't really pay much attention. But every once in a while, I'll click on to maybe watch a video, or I'll click on to look at some new stuff, or I'll click, and I'll just see in, on the feed somebody doing something that I'm like, why getting married? Like why can't you? What? There's nothing wrong with getting married. There's not there. There's many things that go along with relationships that are great, but when it comes to like taking the cutesy picture, dude, like people who pay for professional pictures every holiday, it's like, yep. dude, we know what your family looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you dressing up in a Halloween outfit and then dressing up in a Christmas outfit, nothing's changed. <laughs> like, yeah, it's still the same family, and you're paying 150 dollars for a photographer to put you in the middle of a cornfield and take a picture. And admittedly, there's there is cutesy type shit that I do now that I would have never done having a kid. That just it's like, well, you know, we have a kid, so like a Christmas tree. I went and got a real Christmas tree this year because now we have a kid. It's getting a little bit. She's getting a little bit older, enough to where she can kind of recognize what's happening. So I wanted her to have a real Christmas tree and shit. But like, I can guarantee, as soon as my kids are old enough, that it like you should get a fake one. 
as soon as they're old enough where it's not important, victory. Well, there's no any difference, so it's not important. Yeah, that's fair. That is true. Yeah, and it, you're right. And it's a lot less to take care of. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Has he used his Christmas present I got him at all? Which one did you get him? The BB gun. Yes, once. But we it's so cold out. I'm like, but yeah, once it get once it gets warmer, he'll be cool. The one thing is he still is at an age where I might be like, all right, here's how you do this. Like sit him down. And then he might like shoot you. Well, yeah, he might like randomly be like, <laughs> look, dad. <laughs> like he doesn't know that it will hurt me. You know well, the I mean? beauty of it is you could rewrap it and give it to him again for his birthday and he would ha- enjoy it all over again. <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving, man. Yeah. For real. All right. So let's hop off of here. I gotta splice some shit together anyway. Fucking internet. Gotta love it. I don't know. I don't know what did that. What the fuck? Anyway. Uh all right. Thanks everybody for listening. This is a shorter one. Uh next time, maybe a little longer. I don't know. Keep on rolling, baby. See ya. <laughs>